right, and I believe that we're live. You sure? Yes, we are live. It is difficult for me to know when we're live because it always, like, there's a delay. And so I click the go live button and then there's nothing, nothing, nothing. And then it's like four seconds in. I'm like, oh, crap. What was I doing for the last four seconds? Just don't swear. Just don't swear. That's enough. Mother. All right, so... um. Interesting. This is not news, but this is just a little bit of, uh, you know, evening chit chat. So uh, I've been having sleeping difficulties for quite some time now. Actually, when Valeria and I met, I was sleeping very well. Um, But I very quickly found it difficult to sleep. And I so I got this uh, Apple Watch that can determine your sleep sleeping pattern, how well you sleep. And uh, then Valeria got this Apple Watch and she discovered her sleeping cycles or whatever you're going to call it and uh what we determined was that my sleep is total garbage and her sleep is amazing <laughs> like like uh there's this little waveform and it tells you how, uh, when you've gotten light sleep when you've gotten some like intermediate sleep and then when you've gotten deep sleep and uh i'm very rarely getting any deep sleep ever ever and valeria is basically in the purple the whole dang time she goes to sleep and she's just deep sleep, and then she wakes up. It's amazing. I don't think it's also healthy because you have to have like an hour light sleep. Well, I'm exaggerating. Like... Obviously, you 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 do fluctuate a little. I mean, you're you're in the blue a little bit. In the blue, meaning she's in light sleep a little bit. But for the most part, I mean, I would say you're in deep sleep more than you're in light sleep, which is crazy. I just hope it's healthy. Well, it's a hell of a lot more healthy than barely getting any sleep at all. And so I had a theory, right? My my theory was that because of like uh, the, you know, millennia of men basically having to be the physical protectors of the family, um, I guess we've probably been trained to sleep much more lightly than women. So that if there's a rustling in the house, we can wake up uh, and then go, you know, defeat it, <laughs> fight the bad guy and, and win. And uh, women, on the other hand, have never had to have this um, responsibility, so they're they're safe and dandy sleeping. Well, and... I think a uh, woman's sleeping changes when she has a baby, because mm. you have to wake up after two hours. Oh, good point. And if every like little noise that baby makes, woman uh, instantly like what? Yes, yes. I don't think I'm gonna have this issue. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> I'm gonna be waking you up, honey. Go get the baby. You're gonna be like, you're the one that woke up. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, that's actually a very good point. I hadn't thought about that. That's actually a very good point. Yeah, so maybe maybe that's true. But at least in the case of Valeria and I, uh, she she's very good at deep sleep, and I can't I can't sleep. But uh, I, I looked it up. So I went online. And I looked it up, and sure enough, women tend to sleep longer, and they tend to sleep deeper than men they and live to... longer. <laughs> well, yeah. And I read that, and I go, that's why you guys live longer. You guys you guys can sleep well and. And so I've kind of been obsessed with sleep for, for some time now because I, I just don't sleep well. And the only time that I did sleep well is when I got very, very fit, physically fit, just before I met you. I was sleeping very well. I don't know why. Maybe you had less stress in your life. I definitely had less now stress. Now you have yeah. too much stress. I have a lot of stress now, yeah. That's probably Yeah, lots of work to which do. Which is why I want to move to Hawaii, which you won't let us do. See, see the eye roll. You see that? You see that Russian eye roll? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, 
why would you not want to move to Hawaii? She's like, because I want to visit it. I understand that to some degree. I think, you know, keeping a place special by not overindulging, I think actually is kind of a good idea. I think um, I need to get a haircut. Well, that's random. I know. I just look at myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, I had some other uh, uh, personal news, but I forgot what it was. So why don't we just move on to the first news story? Oh, you okay. want to do the intro? <gasps> you remember about the intro. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what is it? I'm toxic. She's masculine. Together we are toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. All right. Uh, Valeria. Yes. Shall we read the first story? High school coach fired for praying. Yeah, this is a pretty messed up story. It's actually a little bit of an old story from what I understand, but... <gasps> is he white? <laughs> but I hadn't I hadn't heard about it until now. Um, I'm going to move this slightly. Um, so let's have a look at this. So Joe Kennedy uh, was initially su uh, suspended and then fired in 2015 after he refused a school district order to end his uh, post-game prayer session. So he's trying to sue the school district, I guess, or the school. Uh, Washington High School, a coach fired over post-game prayers, loses Ninth Circuit court record. So this story is actually um, following a case that already exists um, about uh, this coach that was fired, and now he's trying to sue. But he lost his case in the Ninth Circuit, but I think he, he's going to appeal it and try to win it in a higher court, which I assume must be the Supreme Court. So let's hope they take it up. Um, because the Ninth Circuit Court, you guys, just seeing for those who don't know, most people know, but for those who don't know, the Ninth Circuit Court is like all activist leftist judges. They are known for ruling in a way that is not constitutional, but rather um, in a way that um, promotes like left wing values, uh, you know, social justice woke. Garbage. What are left wing wing value values? Uh, atheans, a atheism, atheism. <laughs> so many words that you can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, just ideas like any 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 issue that we're dealing with on, on a on a um, federal level in which uh, you know a leftist might have one view and a conservative might have another view. They will always rule in favor of the Democrat view. It has it. They they pay no attention to anything, uh, you know, about the law or about precedent or about the constitution. They only rule in favor of the leftist view. Always, 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 without without fail. They're horrible. They're horrible activist judges. I don't know how they're allowed to have the seats that they have because they are. I mean, it's just un unbelievable, really. But let's have a, a look here. Let's read this. Um, a former high school football coach in Washington State who's fighting a uh, school district's ban on post-game prayer with his uh, uh, prayer that cost him his job. Um, sorry. Oh, sorry. With his players. Okay. Prayer and players should not be in the same sentence. It's very confusing. <laughs> that I almost mistaking coach was fired for praying. I literally want playing, to play playing. Yeah, yeah. This is tough. This is a tough one, guys. All right. Ban on post-game prayers with his players. <laughs> that cost him his job. God, whoever wrote this, don't write that kind of thing. You know, like, think about it for a second. All right. Uh, yeah, he's lost his latest court battle. In the decision, a court for the U.S. Uh, court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit in San Francisco appeared to accuse former Birming, uh, Bremerton? Bremerton High School coach Joe Kennedy of seeking publicity rather than div divine intervention. 
Kennedy's attempts to draw nationwide attention to his challenge to the district showed that he was not engaged in private prayer. What? Hold on. What? Judge Milan Smith wrote. Of course you'd think that. Your name is Milan, which is the name of a, a town in Italy. It's not a name. I mean, I guess you can name a kid. I like this name. Yeah, I like this name. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, if I I'll would be in Russia, I would name my 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 daughter Milana. That, that's just because you like uh, I like fashion. It. <laughs> Let's see here. Who doesn't uh, like it? According to Q13 in Fox in Seattle. Let's see. Q13, I guess, is the news station. All right. Instead, he was engaged in public speech of an overtly religious nature while performing his job duties. Give me a break. The judge contends that the district tried to accommodate Kennedy, but was spurned by Kennedy, insisting that he be allowed to pray immediately after the conclusion of each game, potentially surrounded by students. Oh, dear God. No. <laughs> to pray surrounded by students? That animal. Um, well, I don't understand how you can say that because he tried to bring attention to the, his case nationwide, that he couldn't possibly have been engaging in private prayer. That doesn't make any sense at all. It wasn't like he was praying, like in the middle of an interview. It's not like he 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 asked the 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 news, you know, whatever the reporters to come around and and film him whilst praying, so that he could uh, make a kind of public declaration, you know, religious public declaration. That's not what happened. He prayed privately. He was fired. Took his case to, you know, to sued the the school or the school district or whatever, and then. That case, that case went public. So it wasn't like the prayer itself was some kind of public speech. It's like the weirdest, most leftists always convolute what's going on, so that you know they can basically twist it into something that makes sense to them. You know, so that they can you know do whatever they want. They can justify whatever BS that they that they believe or, or BS action that they're taking. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Smith representing a three judge panel that decided the appeal said the the panel agreed that, that a district court had ruled correctly in favor of the school district rather than the coach in a previous step in the legal process. I could just imagine them, like, contemplating how to, like, screw this guy over. Like, oh, okay, um, well, we could say that it's, uh, you know, that, that, you know, this is not, you know, that it's not a separation of church and state, and but how are we going to do this? Okay, that's not very convincing. Ooh, what if we say that this was public speech instead of a private prayer because, because, get this, because he, 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 this is a very public case that he got publicity for this. Oh, that's a great idea. Let's do that. <laughs> Scheming activist judges. That's what I think happened. That's what I think happened. Let's see here. Um, yep. Kennedy was initially suspended when uh, and then fired in 2015 after he refused a school district order to end his post-game prayer sessions, which had begun uh, with him silently praying along uh, along on the field, praying along on the field before prayer players later joined him. Um, let's see here. The retired Marine Corps gunnery sergeant shared his views last month during, during an appearance on Fox News. Um, Fox News' America Reports. The First Amendment really means a lot to me, Kennedy said on February 1st, and it's really terrible today in America that somebody can be fired for expressing their faith. So I'm just fighting so that nobody else ever has to go through this and doesn't have to choose between their job and their faith. Lawyers for Kennedy said that they intend to continue fighting on the coach's behalf, potentially uh, back to the U.S. Supreme Court, which had uh, 
which had decided the case in 2019 to protect what they regarded as an infringement on the coach's free speech and worship rights. Q13 Fox reported. Oh, sorry, which had declined the case in 2019 to protect. Okay, so they, they actually were presented with this case once before and they declined to take it. I think they really need to take it because this is a very critical thing that this has happened several times where people have gotten in, in trouble, teachers and stuff have gotten in trouble for like wearing a cross to school and stuff like that. Yeah, as a teacher in schools, you're like you can wear any kind of religious paraphernalia so long as it's not Christian in America because there's this bizarre interpretation of the constitution by leftists that says you're not you're not allowed to advocate any kind of religious views if you work in any kind of public office which doesn't make any sense it's like the most bizarre thing so if you're a t school teacher because that's a a public position right if you work in a public school um, it's a government job, I guess. Uh, you're not allowed to like wear crosses in some schools and stuff because they think that that's some kind of an expression of, you know, some kind of promotion of religion, which is like some kind of violation of the separation of church and state, which is, I mean, the left really is very anti-Christian and I don't really understand it, you know, because, you know, we have, I mean, I, I understand it to some degree because Christians have all these vicious principles like turn the other cheek, love your enemy, stuff like that, you know, just really nasty stuff. So I can kind of understand where the left is going with that, but still, you know, we have we have religious freedom in America, whether you work for the government or not. You, you should be able to express yourself even at the workplace, right? And so I, I think that the Supreme Court needs to rule once and for all on that and say people can express themselves in the workplace, whether they, you know, if they believe in God, they, they should be able to do that, right? Because you can you can advocate any kind of belief other than Christianity. You can advocate atheism. You can advocate uh, 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 Islam. You can advocate Judaism. You really just can't. The only one that you you're you know they refuse is any kind of Christian beliefs, any kind of Christian ideas. It's uh, it's really uh, quite uh, disgusting. But anyway, I hope this guy gets his case in uh, gets his day in court in the, in the Supreme Court, and I hope he wins. Uh, anything to add, darling? Well, maybe they um, so against Christianity because Christians are like, uh, I mean, conservatives are conservatives are Christians, right? Typically, not all of them. Typically, so maybe this is why they're so crazy about. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely, that's part of the divide. Mm -hmm. That that's part of what exacerbates the problem for sure. If you want to wear a cross in Russia. That's not good there. <laughs> if you won't wear a cross? Yeah. Oh, so everybody wears crosses in Russia? Almost everyone. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's Mostly, quite nice. Yeah. That's an interesting development since Russia was like, you know, you know, Christianity was basically outlawed for mm -hmm. decades. You get your cross when you are a child. They like... Baptize cr cross, cr cr Yeah. And you get in your cross and you wear this cross and... And then everybody wears it for the rest of their life. Almost, yeah. Yeah. Except you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So let's, uh, despite being a Christian, Valeria doesn't wear her cross. But I don't either. I don't, I don't really wear jewelry at all, though. I do. You wear Tiny. some jewelry, yeah. Tiny. Well, you wear the necklace that I bought you. Yeah, it's like a... Is that the first thing I, I bought you? The first jewelry I bought you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. It's nice. Cartier? 
you know, you, you, you didn't need to mention I don't remember. the brand. I, it was though, right? Yeah, yeah. I bought it for Christmas. Our first, our first Christmas, I think. All right. So let's, um, let's move on to the next story, shall we? Okay. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Biden trips up the stairs oh, to one. Yeah, Air Force is, One. This is terrible. Okay. So let's have a look at this. I, I actually really didn't want to, uh, oh, my, my buddy Adrian's calling. Should I put him on the air again? No, he's he's, he's a he's no. a kind of a, he's a kind of he's an actor in Hollywood and and the last time I I was doing a live stream for Mr. Reagan I put him on the air and he found out and he like went mental just <laughs> like what are you doing putting me on the air you're gonna get me fired I'm never gonna work in this town again I'm like I don't think anybody who watches my show is a a leftist working you can Hollywood. tell him Valeria on air and her face is on air so and she's still working that's true that's that is fine. true. All right, so let's go ahead and look at this. You guys are going to like this. I mean, this is this is pretty funny. I mean, this is actually really quite sad, I think. But it here's the reason I'm showing it. The reason I'm showing it is because this is not a little like a little slip, a little trip, a little fall, a little fumble. This is serious. Like triple this, trip. This is a triple trip. Yeah, a triple trip. Um, we've all known for a long time that Biden is cognitively compromised. Uh, but one thing that he's done to try to dispel this idea that he's too like old and feeble to be president is he has he's like always run everywhere like when he goes to like a, <clears throat> a press conference or if he's you know he he tends to kind of do a little jog now and then to show how virile he is and how strong and youthful um and so, like, it's weird. Like, he, they have him go on, uh, to Air Force One with zero assistance, nobody else with him, to kind of look like he can stand up on his own two feet. And every time, actually, for a long time since since he was campaigning, I remember watching him, thinking, one of these days, he's gonna, he's he's not gonna be able to do that. Like, there's gonna be a day where he's not gonna be able to like jog to the podium, you know. And there's gonna be some something bad's gonna happen, or he's just gonna look feeble. He's gonna like trip or something and and now he's done it and really bad this is not this is not like a little thing i i don't think it's a little thing i don't think it's like everybody made a big deal about hillary falling over that one time like she kind of fainted or something like that when she was getting into a car you probably don't remember this a long time i ago. do not um i didn't think that was even as big a deal as this because you know i i, I don't know I, I this is this to me seems like a pretty big deal well let's go ahead and play this i'll go ahead and put on the audio even though it's unnecessary Yeah, that was that was not easy to watch. Like to me, that was that was pretty sad. Like I know that he wants to seem strong and tough and everything, but dude, I you know I I don't know if his people are going to now insist that he has help all the time because you don't want him to look like that. They they shouldn't have let him run around by himself. Anyway, he's too freaking old. He's too feeble. 
I know Trump can do it. See, that's the problem. He's like, oh, Trump can do it. I can do it. Trump can do it. I can do it. It's the ego. That's the problem. And now he looks like a fool. And look, I, I, don't, I feel bad for him. But, but here's the problem. Twitter and Instagram and all these different social media sites, they're making all these memes now. Like, I don't know what this is. This is some kind of old meme that was apparently debunked, like somebody falling down the stairs at some kind of a, an award ceremony or something like that. Um, I guess this was supposedly Jason Derulo or something like that. And, and he, he fell, but this was like a, a Photoshop joke. So this wasn't real. But now they photoshopped him running into Biden, <laughs> which is kind of funny, I guess, because they're both red carpets, right? And then they've got like a football thing. And then this one's, well, I don't know what this is, some kind of Sasuke Uchiha. I don't know what that is, some kind of manga character. But then this one, this one is, I think this one's probably the most, oh, shoot, I'm not even on the right thing. There we go. Sorry. Let me go through these again. Yeah, so I don't know what I don't know who this guy is, but uh, this is a, this is like photoshopped Jason Derulo falling down the stairs. They're, he's hitting Biden. Then they got a football player thing. Then they got this Sasuke Uchiha, which I don't know. I don't really read manga stuff. I'm not up up on that, so I don't know what that means. But you know, I'm sure people find that funny. But then this one's the funniest one. This one's actually quite funny. Thank you. That, that one's quite funny. But then they've got this thing. Let me see. I lost my audio here. Then they've got a new <laughs> one, which this is from Benny Johnson. Everybody knows. And this goes on for a long time. It goes on for a long time. I mean, I mean, okay. It's, it's a bit mean. It's a bit funny. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, just get him some people to walk with him. It would be so easy. You were talking about how Melania tripped once, but this wasn't on the, the stairs. This was just walking. No, no, it was on the grass. It's like a tiny trip. Tiny, tiny little. And Trump caught her beautifully. <laughs> you, 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 you described this story so beautifully off the air. And then I'm giving you all these hints. About how I can't to... do the same thing twice with uh, the same well, same right. emotions. New rule: you're not allowed to talk to me before the show. Well, you start talking to me, and then at I at no and point I during the day should we speak until the show starts. No, uh, I'm I'm kidding, obviously. Uh, no, no. So Valeria explained to me this was a story I had forgotten about this, but I do vaguely remember it. There was an instance where, um, uh, look at the cat. It's hilarious. Um, they were, he was like walking with her on the grass. Mm -hmm. And she was in boots, I guess, high yeah. heel boots. And she trips, and he catches her, and they just keep walking, like you know, like a man should do, catch his wife as she falls because of her her boots. And it was just a, like a little thing, but you thought it was adorable. <laughs> Valeria loved it. It was like a good a good husband catching his wife. She thought it was a beautiful thing. Um, of course, for some reason, she can't explain that on the air. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Anyway, okay, I won't give you too much uh, crap about that, but I will ask you to read the next headline. Okay. 
Pelosi says House won't resume normal operations until all members are vaccinated. Yeah, okay, this is a story that annoys me because... So she's basically like saying, um, you know, Republicans are saying, let's get back to normal. People are vaccinated now. You know, we still got the stupid COVID restrictions in place. Let's get rid of the COVID restrictions. Let's just resume normal operations of the House. Pelosi's like, nope, not going to happen until every single one of you gets vaccinated. Now, maybe not every House member wants to be vaccinated, right? But here's the real thing that I think is bizarre. Does Nancy Pelosi not understand how vaccinations work? Vaccinations provide two, uh, two. Well, they they have two uh, values, I guess, or two benefits is the word. I couldn't think of the word benefits, guys. Okay, there are two benefits to getting a vaccine, right? One, you can no longer, you cannot catch the virus, and two, you cannot spread the virus. Yeah, but that's the vaccination before this new vaccine, mRNA. mRNA. No, no, this works the same way. Same way? Yeah, the effect is the same. That's the completely new technology. This is why they still, like, you have to wear a mask, you have to social No, distance. no, no, no. That's not why they're saying that. They're saying that because they're morons. <laughs> no, you, 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 you cannot catch the, the, the virus once you get the vaccine, and you cannot spread the virus once you, can, once you get the vaccine. That's how vaccines work. But Nancy Pelosi doesn't understand that, apparently. So she's, she's, she's saying that every single person, like, she's been vaccinated. She's been vaccinated. She can't catch anything. So let, let, let's read a little bit here. Pelosi suggests House won't resume normal operations until all members are vaccinated. The House of Representatives may not return to normal operations unless all members get uh, a COVID-19 vaccine. Nancy Pelosi said Friday, shooting down calls from Republicans to open because about three quarters of the represent representatives have gotten shots. One of the most substantial steps that can be taken is that everybody should be vaccinated. Right now, according to what I saw, the Republican leaders, the Republican leaders say and was quoted in the press that 75% of the members are vaccinated. We need 100% of the members vaccinated because it just takes one to endanger others, Pelosi told reporters on Capitol Hill, Hill in Washington. Okay, but it doesn't take just one to, to endanger others if all those other people are vaccinated. So you have two things here. One, some of the members of Congress have already caught coronavirus, so they're going to be immune anyway. Two, some of the members of Congress may feel young, healthy, not afraid of the coronavirus, and are willing to catch it, and they're not that bothered. So it's up to them whether they want to be protected or not from the virus. And for Nancy Pelosi to say everybody else is endangered because you're not going to get the vaccine is just fundamentally misunderstanding what vaccines do. It's not like every single person needs to get vaccinated for everybody else. If everybody got vaccinated except for one person in, in the whole world and that person didn't have coronavirus, that guy could never catch coronavirus. That I mean, would be me. Yeah. But the point, the point is, if everybody in Congress is vaccinated, except for those who don't want to get vaccinated, the only people who could catch coronavirus are the people that were not vaccinated. The, the, the people who have been vaccinated, they're fine. So she, she, she should recognize, okay, like, and, and everybody in Congress has like a front row seat to get vaccinated. I mean, they're, they're their first... They're like one of the first people that, that got vaccinated. So they have the option if they want it. Just open it up. Be like, you guys, if you want to get vaccinated, go for it. Otherwise, we're opening this up now and uh, good luck. Good luck. She's just an idiot. But here, here's the thing that really pissed me off. I actually wasn't going to do this story, except for I remembered that Pelosi, when there was a vote in Congress, 
specifically for her to be voted in as the Speaker of the House. And she brought all of this COVID sick Yeah, she demanded members. that one of the um, Democrats who would have voted for her, who had COVID, who had COVID, come to the House to vote, endangering everybody there. Oh, it only takes one person to infect everybody. So we've got to shut down normal operations. Oh, wait, there's a vote for me? There's a vote for me? Oh, you've got to come. You've got to come. But I have COVID. Who cares? I'll endanger everybody. will die. It doesn't matter. You've got to vote for me. What a hypocritical mother. Anyway, I, I hate this woman so much. I honestly hate Nancy Pelosi, and I don't hate anybody, but I hate Nancy Pelosi more than any other person on the planet. Well, more than... George Poros, more than Hillary, more than Obama. 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 <laughs> there's this meme now that if you put, uh, there's like a website, it says like, learn how to talk like Trump. And if you type in Obama, it shows a clip of him going, Obama. Hilaria finds this very funny. All right, let's go ahead and play this. Oh, can I do that? Yeah, I'm going to turn my mic. House Republicans are attacking Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats after Representative Gwen Moore tested positive for COVID-19 but arrived at the Capitol on Sunday in order to cast her vote for Speaker. Conservative Representative Ken Buck tweeted, quote, Pelosi is putting the public's health at risk to keep herself in power. Representative Bruce Westerman added in a separate tweet, quote, Looks like Speaker Pelosi's proxy voting and remote hearing measures are only essential when her leadership position isn't on the line. Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said it was, quote, wrong for Democrats to allow Moore to vote Sunday so soon after her diagnosis. <laughs> They're showing them walk up the stairs again. This is like the number one story. That's the number one. This is the next meme after Bernie Sanders. Here you go. We will have a new memes every two months. First uh, Bernie is... Sanders, now this Biden thing. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be pretty popular for some time. Uh, you said there's some super chats. You want to read them? Their names? I'm sure they're going to blame Putin. They were <laughs> like, they were like, see, you kill, you, you call him killer. He didn't call him. <laughs> yeah. He said, yes, he's a killer. And now, you see what Putin's doing? That is funny. There's something wrong with his shoes. I'm sure that Putin did that. Yeah, yeah. It was a Russian, a Russian, um, I don't know. I'm surprised nobody's done a meme with like a banana there. Danny, just the first day. Just wait. (laughs) Just wait. I'm pretty sure that was a Russian banana peel. It's okay. a Russian banana peel. All right, so... Um, okay, we so... got a few super chats. Okay, you want to read that stuff off? Uh, Daniel gave us five bucks, no question. Thank you, Daniel. Daniel, that's a Patriot, Patriot Daniel, we, we're calling him. Okay, Patriot, Patreon Daniel. Yeah, okay. because and, Andrew Beerward gave Patreon. us 20 bucks, no question. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, man. Then a uh, question from... Uh, there's another super chat with no question from Daniel again. Just throwing money at us like strippers. I love it. <laughs> and there's a question from Lauren Smart. I wonder how long before they try to make vaccines mandatory and then someone starts seeing fake vaccine cards like inspection stickers. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I actually have come up with the idea already that, that well, I could potentially do that. First of all, 
can you make a vaccine mandatory if there have been um, cases when people died from well, vaccine? Well, I think that... that I don't think is, you can do it. Yeah. Well, no, they, they're not going to make vaccines mandatory in the sense that they're going to be... It's going to be... You know, they have to take... People have to take them, like, legally. I, I saw those vaccine cards. You can definitely do a fake one, but the problem is it's in a system. What do you mean? Oh, it's in a system, in right? A you system, have to yeah. You, you don't just get this it. card. It's yeah, like an ID. Yeah, well, I, you you will guys. have... So you have to be able to hack into the system and put Death, your name you in bring there. Russian spore. Yeah. There that's, you go again. It's probably doable, but I, I don't know how to do that. Um, all right. I Maybe I am willing to get the vaccine, but I would get the Russian one. Because we did it a a way that other vaccines, like a flu vaccines... Did you guys work with Israel? Is that what happened? Israel, one of the Israel hospitals wanted a Russian vaccine, not the American one. Oh, that's what happened. That's right. The, the, the Israelis were taking the Russian vaccine. That's yeah. pretty funny. I, I'm willing to take Russian, actually. Right. I'm against vaccine, but if vaccines will be mandatory... The it problem, is funny. The I'm, problem with yeah. Russian vaccines world doesn't accept them yeah well of course it's not, like because russian created it first no 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 not this one just wait well until because this because one. you and i have discussed this and like there are certain kinds of protocols in place for safe testing of medicine then why all and the you know the in, corners... in a kind of a pandemic the united states would be responsible about it and say no we've got to make sure we're doing all the testing anyway and you know that putin's going to be like Chris, screw the... it Chris, Here are prisoners. Go ahead and inject them the with that stuff and we'll that, find the, out in six days whether it is okay. The reason why they don't want to take Russian vaccine because Russia would get all the money. The pers the, the uh, government who first created the vaccine getting the money. Am I wrong what I just said? No, you're right. You're always okay. right. But because Americans got a safe vaccine, <laughs> they're getting all with. the money. <laughs> you always right. So mean. Uh, right, but I do think that there is a just a justifiable reason to be skeptical of because they're not you know that the russians didn't take all the same kind of safety protocols that we did here in the united states you think they did i'm sure they did maybe maybe i don't know i'm not convinced i've been to eastern europe you know how many people going from europe and america get russian vaccine in russia is that a popular thing to happen? Why don't Why don't we do that news story? Okay, so um, I don't even know what we were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about vaccines and Pelosi. Uh, yeah, we we're talking about Pelosi's. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. Um, I think Pelosi's obviously a hypocrite, and she's a terrible person. And she needs to be removed from office, and the woman should never have power. In fact, I think she should probably go to prison. She is a criminal. I think Pelosi is indeed a criminal, has engaged in many criminal activities over the years, and I think she's a horrible person as well. And at least she should be removed from her particular position. Um, but if they can find a crime that she has committed, because I know she's done a lot of unethical things, she should probably go to prison. All right, shall we move on to the next story, darling? Yeah. Yeah. Monopoly is racist. You look so excited reading this one. What's what's going on there? Because we do have monopoly. Oh, we, we do. We have like we have feminist two. monopoly. We have so 
socialist monopoly. We, we have these... we have socialist monopoly and we have Mrs. Monopoly. Yeah, Mrs. Monopoly is like feminist monopoly. So we don't have regular monopoly, though we are good, right? I, well, the thing is, okay, so have you? did you play Monopoly when you were young? No. Okay, so you don't really know much about Monopoly. We played here once. Yeah, but we, we played Mrs. Monopoly. We didn't play normal Monopoly. Scott Townsend, uh, Super Chat, says Nancy is criminal. She's Nancy a criminal. Nancy is a criminal. Very true, very true. Monopoly ditches community chess cards for the first time in over 85 years after tumultuous 2020. So it's the community, community chess cards that they think are problematic let's let's have a look um i think i'm gonna like i think i'm gonna name this one when when we post it as an individual video monopoly is racist because even though that's not what they're saying in particular that seems to be the reason why everything gets canceled why everything gets modified that's racist that's racist in this particular case it doesn't appear to be racist it appears to be like not conforming to the idiotic leftist morality of 2020 let's see here monopoly is ditching their uh, current community chess cards for the first time in more than 85 years to better reflect the needs of the 21st century after a tumultuous 2020 all right let's see here covering topics like beauty contests holiday funds and life insurance there is no denying that the monopoly games community chess cards are long overdue for a refresh hasbro said in a press release no they're not no they're not can i just say something about monopoly I played Monopoly my whole life since I was like a little boy, right? We had those instances where somebody would get angry and literally flip over the board. You know how that's kind of like a joke in, in movies and TV shows? That actually would happen in our family. <laughs> People would get mad. I'm pretty sure I'd done it a couple of times when I was like a little kid. You know, got super angry and flipped over the board. I, I mean, I, I think my brother has done it. I think I've done it. I think, I think I've seen lots of people do it. Really? Yeah, it's a game you can get really uh, emotional about if you're a child. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's very frustrating and oh lasts gosh. a long time. And anyway, um, we're children. What do you want? It's like, uh, There's a super chat from Lauren Smart, and she says, you might want to check that some people are saying their super chats are getting deleted. Did they find us well, again? Well, the, the super chats do delete after a certain amount of time from our notification. Maybe this is why people not asking you questions. They're just... No, no question. Maybe this is what they mean. I don't know. Oh, because oh, I, I don't, I don't read comments today, and uh, I don't notice how people complaining. Yeah, there are so many comments. I can't keep up reading those. Uh, is our sound good? Can you hear our audio? <laughs> I hope. Just uh, well, I guess they found us, and they are deleting our people's. Maybe I, I certainly hope not. I, I anyway. Well, we'll try to get to all your com comments, all your super chats. Uh, uh sorry guys i don't i don't know what's going on i'm just doing the show oh my here. gosh there's a helicopter there's a helicopter chris us. chris <laughs> chris right, let's just focus on the show okay let's just focus <laughs> on the show so so what was i going to say about monopoly oh okay let me let me just say something about monopoly here i think one of the charming things about monopoly is is that it is a bit antiquated that there is something old-fashioned about it it is it is a bit of old fashioned fun, you know. But why is it racist? Because it's capitalism. No, no, I, I'm going to say in the headline that it's that the reason they're canceling it, it's like Monopoly's racist, right? Like everything's racist, right? They always say everything's racist, but they're actually not saying that our cards are racist. There's uh, well, I'll kind of get into why they're changing the community chest here in a second. They're updating it to better reflect 
you know, our modern values. They're not really saying that it's racist. They're just saying we need to sort of update it. It's like what? Instead of money, you have to have a food stamps? What? <laughs> yeah. Like, you need to modify like, a game. You need to yeah. have a, not instead of insurance, like medical or something. Well, I'll go through what they think is problematic. Okay. Which, let, but let me just say this. There is nothing problematic about Monopoly, right? Some things that are antiquated, that we, that, that are traditional, that we get that have a kind of, old-fashioned flavor to them that is part of their charm okay part of the reason this is what's going to happen they're going to update monopoly and there's going to be an effing outcry and i'll tell you why because there are people who are obsessed with monopoly there are people who have monopoly crap decorating their whole house i've, I've seen documentaries about these people they're a little kooky they just love Monopoly. Some people love Monopoly the way, like I did a video a little while ago. For some reason, my, this, excuse me, the stuff I do about culture stuff, especially with movies, they don't get any views. My Superman video about how they're doing a black Superman movie got the fewest number of views of any video I've done since I think my brains behind AOC. Maybe because who is watching uh, video. videos about black Superman, black people? No, I, I, there's a lot of people who are interested in these kind yeah. of cult, like major culture shifts, major cultural, uh, uh, you know, news things. Major, yeah. But for some reason, when I post that stuff, nobody, nobody who watches my show likes to watch that stuff. So I don't know. I, I don't. Know. It's weird. But uh, but in the same way that a lot of people love Superman and and don't want to see his race changed and don't don't they don't want to see like you know certain superheroes and characters they grew up loving go gay or be be you know be a different race or you know have some kind of like weird other leftist thing injected into it yankee the rainbow super chat uh in the new monopoly you don't buy properties you set them on fire <laughs> exactly exactly in the new monopoly yeah yeah you, you set people's businesses on fire well okay so so let me show you guys a clip actually let me switch over here to this i i opened this just before we um we started the show because i wanted to show you guys just how seriously people take monopoly hold on turn this off norway secured a strong position in the game after acquiring a full light blue property set and a strong property portfolio, a position that allowed him to catch players when they rolled a missed monopoly on the speed die. The first player to fall foul of this clever strategy was Oleg from Russia, who was bankrupt after just 20 minutes. The US Richard Marinaccio then hit the same run of properties, boosting Norway's income and becoming the second player to exit the final. Jeff from New Zealand appeared to be very relaxed, leaning back in his chair and taking time to make his decisions. Norway looked strong throughout the game, but it wasn't all plain sailing, as Jeff rolled himself into jail, rendering him safe from Norway's high rent. There's no better time to be a criminal in Monopoly than late in the game. In a bizarre twist of fate, however, Bjorn also chose to go to jail following a lucky roll from the speed die. The TNT was the first player to roll a double and get out of jail. He left the safe haven and quickly played straight into Norway's hand, becoming the final player to be bankrupt in the game. Unlucky but extraordinary play from our new Monopoly world champion, Bjorn Halvard Knopskog. Congratulations to all the finalists on their performance throughout the World Championships and a huge well done to the winner Bjorn. Uh, yeah, so obviously there are people who take 
Monopoly very seriously. I mean, there are you Monopoly. Can, you can take any sports sports seriously. Like... Well, I mean, it's not really sport, is it? Um, well, <laughs> it's, it's a game. It's a game. Uh, normally, people don't take you know board games quite this seriously. I mean, there's not a. What there's... about chess? Oh, no, chess is not. Yeah, chess is a board game. Chess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, chess is the which the... is already racist. Chess is it? Yeah. So... Because white, black, yeah, exactly. and white they always blue go and purple first, ones or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you have queen and king. You can't have like trans. You know, you know how this stuff works. Hilarious. What? Stop! Stop! Uh, yeah, yeah. They're gonna probably go after chess eventually. They already did. Uh, well, Long time ago. Not, not in a serious way, but I think they probably will go after it in a serious way, uh, eventually. Um, but yeah, you don't, you don't, um, you don't, you don't like have Uno tournaments. You know, you, you don't. There's a lot of what. The reason why you call them board games, bored because it's boring. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's not funny. It's that's not funny. That is that is a terrible joke. <laughs> a terrible joke. Somehow Valeria's dying. You got you killed Valeria. Somehow Valeria's dying laughing. That okay. Is, no, that is super chat from Andrew. All right, hit hit us with the super chat. I uh, didn't say anything last time. Just appreciate the show. Oh, okay. So that $20 empty super chat wasn't was okay, empty. Okay. Thank purpose. you, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just appreciate the show and the fact that last night you said yeah, I was right and got to show it to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, every time somebody gives us a, a super chat where they don't comment, let's talk about it as some kind of mystery so that they then have to explain themselves with another super chat <laughs> yes. and we'll get rich. <laughs> That's our new scheme. Okay. Uh, so let's have a look here at, uh, at the reasons why they think that Monopoly is problematic. So there's something called the Gata. Uh, these are all the different community chest things. So let, let's just read this paragraph here quickly. Covering topics like beauty contests, holiday funds. Oh, golly. Uh, uh, and life insurance. There is no denying Monopoly Games community chess cards are long overdue for a refresh, Hasbro said in a press release. Hold on, hold on. Life insurance? What's politically incorrect about life insurance? I don't know. That's a weird one. I don't understand. That's really weird. I understand holiday funds because people are anti-Christian. I understand beauty contests because they're, you know, they're sexist. But I don't understand life insurance. What is that? What is that? That doesn't make any sense. Okay. All right, let's see here. Long overdue for a refresh, Hasbro said in a press release. And coming out of the tumultuous year of 2020, the term community has taken on a whole new meaning. Um, Hasbro is counting on their fans to help reflect what community means in their real lives into the Monopoly game by voting for new cards like Shop Local, Rescue a Puppy, or Help Your Neighbors. Help Your Neighbors is okay. Shop Local? What the hell does that mean? Um, you shopped local. Take fifty dollars. The hell? I don't even understand what that means. I don't know. How could that be a community chess thing? Okay, so look, the point I was going to make before I was so rudely interrupted by all the super chats. Uh, Thank is, you, guys. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> you guys are creating drama in our marriage. Uh, let's see here. Um, the the um, the thing I wanted to say was, there's a lot of charm in things that are antiquated, and like I said, a lot of people love. Uh, Monopoly as it is and what will happen what, and I know this will happen it's just like what happened with Coca-Cola in the 80s or I don't know if it was the 80s or I think it was the 80s 
In the 80s, Coca-Cola came out with a drink called New Coke, and they discontinued Coca-Cola. And New Coke was supposed to be, like, a lot tastier than regular Coke, Coca-Cola. And everyone hated New Coke. And they rebelled, and they went crazy. And, they ref- and there was all these, like, I mean, people were going nuts. And so Coca-Cola had to discontinue New Coke and bring back co- regular Coca-Cola. And it so became gonna, known as... So that's going to happen... Uh... With Monopoly. There will be a, a rebellion from Monopoly lovers. And the thing is, like, <clears throat> you can have a new Monopoly set. Just call it, like, Monopoly 2020 or, like, Woke Monopoly or something like that. Like, you can Messed have... up Monopoly as the year of 2020. Say it one more time. Like, uh, they can call it uh, Messed up Monopoly as the <laughs> year of 2020, Monopoly. you know? Exactly, yeah, yeah. The same, like, 2020 yeah. was messed up yeah. year. Yeah, or just Woke Monopoly works because... People understand that instantly, like, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Um, but, you know, you can make a new Monopoly. They've got like a thousand different variations of Monopoly already. They have Monopoly for like every city. They've got Monopoly for everything. Why do you have to change the original Monopoly? The original Monopoly should stay as the original and then just have more variations as people want them. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many mono- There's like a different Monopoly version for every person on the planet. So... You don't need to change the original, and and if they discontinue the original, people are going to lose their minds. People are not going to be like, look at it, look at the look at this old kind of fashiony kind of card, right? Doctor's fee, pay fifty dollars. Uh, Monopoly wants your help updating its community chess cards. We don't want them updated, Hasbro. We like the old fashionedy drawing of the of the guy, of the Mister Monopoly guy. We like the you know the kind of simple typeface. With the old-fashioned cursive community chest, we like that. We like old-fashioned things sometimes. All right, not in every aspect of life, but in some aspects of life, we like the old-fashioned stuff. It's part of the charm of Monopoly. We like it. Leave it as it is. So let's see here. Um, these are the these are the current cars that they have. Get out of jail free. Go to jail. Advance to go. Bank error in your favor. Collect two hundred dollars. Doctor's fee. Pay fifty. $50. So far, these are all things that can happen in real life. <laughs> well, I, I do not agree on Dr. C. It's always like 40 bucks copay. Come on, man. 50 bucks. Should be 40 <laughs> You're talking about because of our very specific insurance? Yes. Okay. Monopoly should <laughs> Can change. you create the Monopoly specifically for our situation? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Mr. Reagan Monopoly. Okay, let's see here. Grand Opera Night. Collect $50 from every player for opening night seats. Uh, I hate to tell you this, Monopoly. People still go to the opera. I talked about it last night on the show. Uh, let's see here. Um, holiday fund matures. Collect one hundred dollars. <laughs> I, I I'll be honest. I don't even know what that means. Holiday fund matures. But I like it because it's something that sounds old fashioned. I like that. Um, I'm sure there are investors out there who know what that means. I don't. Uh, income tax refund. Collect twenty bucks. That's these it. Things, these things are all things that happen still. That's that's correct. Income tax. That's what I get. I pay thirty five percent of my paycheck and I get refund twenty bucks. I swear that's what happened last year. Yeah, maybe the maybe the amounts of money can change. That that would update, uh, you know, correctly. But I like I like how it is. Okay, it, it it's your birthday. Collect ten dollars from every player. Life insurance matters. <laughs> Uh, Life insurance matters. They just can call this new monopoly. Uh, b- b- black, black lives insurance matters. Black lives <laughs> monopoly matters. Yeah. Monopoly. I'm sure they have a Black Lives Matter monopoly already. Shall we buy? Yeah, we should buy oh, it and play racism. it on the show. Last time we played Monopoly on the show, nobody watched it. It was one of our worst ever videos. One of the Hollywood uh, 
assistants watched it and recognized me and then wrote me like i saw this on your video from... i was like am i out of work <laughs> <laughs> yeah fortunately he was a conservative <laughs> well you know it's funny about that video is another really big youtuber uh elijah schaefer was on that show and uh, anytime yeah. i have other people on my show they don't people don't watch he's gonna come on the show a bit actually because he's gonna be in la more elijah yeah he said he's coming to visit so we'll That's put him good. on the show yeah it'll be fun uh okay let's see here um uh, okay, hospital fees pay fifty dollars. School fees pay fifty dollars. Receive twenty five dollars consultancy fee. You are uh, assessed for street repairs. Pay forty dollars per household. One hundred fifteen dollars per hotel that you own. You have one second prize in a beauty contest. Collect ten dollars. You inherit a hundred dollars. So everything here that I can see, except for the beauty contest, seems like stuff that happened. That happened normally. Uh, that happened to like happen every day. To people around the country and they'll relate to it the, the prices are a little bit off they're a little bit antiquated but that's okay i think that's okay so if the problem is just the beauty contest now i kind of want to play monopoly yeah we can buy it i'll get it as soon as the show's over i'll buy it so um let's see here hasbro has decided to swap out these uh these terms for cards that focus more on community service and helping others the company is hosting a community chess challenge so the, it seems like it's a marketing thing more than anything else. But people don't like it when you change, you know, classic stuff that they love. This is not going to go well for Hasbro. I mean, it probably sell a few Monopoly boards, but like I think in the long run they're going to have to go back. People don't like stuff like this changed. So they want you to vote for these things. You organize a bake sale for your local school. Collect $25. Meow. Uh, you knit cozy sweaters for hairless cats at your local animal shelter. Oh, barf. Meow. Barf. This, this is that's ridiculous. And these are really long, too. Note that these old ones are, like, really short. These ones are all, like, a friggin' paragraph long. What are they doing? Whoever wrote these is an idiot. Okay, you help your neighbors clean up their yards after a big storm. Collect 200 bucks. You donate your birthday money to a community center. Keep a little for yourself. Collect $10. Are these all collect? Okay, here we go. You rescue a puppy and f and you feel rescued too. <laughs> now they're telling us how we feel when we do things. Get out of jail free. How does rescuing a pup puppy get you out of jail? That doesn't even make sense. That's terrible. You rescued a puppy so you get out of jail free. I don't understand. That doesn't that. work. I'm sorry, Monopoly. That that doesn't make any sense. Okay. You didn't shop local. Pay fifty dollars. So oh, you did. You didn't gosh. order food from black-owned restaurant. You pay fee fifty. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the new thing. <laughs> Let me tell you about shopping local. I, I like I like those farmers markets where you grab you know some produce and stuff. Yeah, every every Sunday we have farmers market right here in downtown. That's why we have traffic because they close the whole yeah, street. We should, we should go. We never go. I do. I buy honey there. I I don't go. We should go together. <laughs> That'd be a nice, nice little day out. Um. Thanks for telling me, by the way. That's nice. <laughs> I never get out of the apartment. I don't know what happens in, in the world. Uh, but the problem with shopping local in this like farmer's market stuff is like um, you think that you're getting a premium product you know, straight from the local farms. But in Canada, there's a station up there. You can find this on YouTube. They did an expose about this. And what they'll do a lot of times is these guys who have these stalls here. It's not really regulated, these farmer's markets. So what they'll do is they'll go to like... Uh, you know, the cheapest supermarket in town, 
They'll just buy a bunch of apples from the supermarket or from like the local distributor and they'll just peel off all the little labels and then they'll sell it as local produce when it, who knows where it came from. It's, it's absolutely a scam. It's absolutely a scam. A lot of these farmer's markets are scams. And, and also buying local, it, it's, it's good. It's fine. I think it's a fine thing to do. But, but um, one of the reasons that we're able in the modern world to end hunger and end poverty and starvation, stuff like that, is with cheap food. Right, and the way that food gets really cheap is through mass distribution. Right, so you have these massive farms producing massive amounts of food, then you have, uh, you know, uh, all these amazing storage mes- methods to preserve the freshness of the food, and then they can ship it anywhere, <clears throat> anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, and it'll stay fresh. And you know, the the whole system, the whole enterprise of, um. You know, the whole logistics that we've developed, you know, we've been able to engineer amazing methods for preservation. We've been able to engineer methods of harvesting, uh, processing, shipping, all these distribution methods. And people are like mad about places like McDonald's because it's everything's mechanized and, you know, everything's done in this way that um, they think is unhealthy for the environment and all this kind of stuff. But like, it's places like McDonald's. It's systems like you know massive grocery stores and grocery store chains. These kinds of major innovations in business and and, and uh, industry are are what have allowed us to basically be able to buy food so unbelievably cheaply in the world today. And and so many people have access to so much food. Like people are not poor. People are not starving anymore. Poor people are fat now. <laughs> The problem that Maybe we because have is that cheap food is not really healthy. Like, well, it's not healthy in the sense that it it it's not balanced, but it's healthy in the fact that it has enough calories that the person isn't going to starve, right? So it used to be the problem used to be that that poor people had so little nutrients that they would starve to death. Now they have too many nutrients, and so they get fat and they have other kind of health problems. But we that primary problem is a far worse problem. The problem of not getting enough food is far more. Oh, our cat has found an insect. It's going, it's going after him. It's He's a on helicopter. The He's on the hunt <laughs> for this insect. Um, but anyway, yeah. So anyway, that's a kind of a, a random tangent I went on because of this. But they seem to think shopping local is 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 very is very good idea. Um, which it, it's fine. I think buying local is fine. Um, other proposed cards would penalize players that keep a lost wallet or don't recycle garbage. Chief con- uh, con- Consumer Officer at Hasbro, Eric Nyman, said the world has changed and Monopoly needs to change with it. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Monopoly does not need to change. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Um, this is this is really just a um, a publicity stunt, and we have fallen for it because we did the we covered it, which we probably shouldn't have. So sorry, guys, but I I wanted to rant about this because I like Monopoly and and uh, you know it's part of all of our childhood, so something that I think should stay the same. All right, shall we move on to the next? We have a super chat from Salty JD. All right, let's do it. Uh, my wife found an Uno tournament. LOL. Uno, oh, <laughs> Uno. I I know what's Uno. Uno, yeah, because of that band. You know about Uno. No, it's not about band. It's I played the game even when I was back in Russia. Oh, did you? I did Uno right. cards. Yeah. What's the song that I like from Uno? Oh no, the song's called Uno. Uno. What's the What's the band's called? Little Big. Little Big. 
if you guys want after the show or even right now and you can come back and watch the rest of it later there is a, a music video called Uno from a band a Russian band called Little Big and it's in English so you don't but it is the most amazing music video I've ever seen that in my life. That was a Eurovision uh, 2020 contestant, but they, they canceled but, Eurovision. Yeah, they but did. This but aren't they going to do it for 2021? They didn't agree to do 2021 because I guess they didn't get as much money as they wanted. They got oh. a little greedy, and now Russia, Russia, uh, sending. Um, she's not Russian. She's like from Uzbekistan. Mm. Girl singing about Russian woman, and Russia just hated it. Oh, the Russian people. Why They're did like, they? Why was she chosen? People chose her. Oh, okay. But people are not happy with the. So the people who voted for her are not in the majority. Somehow, just not yeah, everybody voted. Just and... it was weird. Well, That's so sad because little big little they blew up basically in Russia. They became hugely successful because of this, because of this music video Uno. Uh, they were they were I think they were popular before that though, right or no? Kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. But now they're they're huge. Yeah, and got greedy. And you have friend you have a friend who knows them. Yeah, she works here as a photographer. So that when they come here, she tell tell her picture. tell her I want to meet them. Even though they're a little weird, <laughs> I like their comedy. They're funny guys. They're okay. funny people. All right, we have another super chat from Tim Hill. Mm-hmm. We need a new version of Trouble, where instead of popping dice, you vote in Democrats. Also featuring libertarians. Sorry. Hold on, let me read that because I don't know if you read that. Yeah, but... uh, probably not. Oh, I can't. I oh, oh my gosh. We need a new version of Trouble. Trouble is a, a board game here in America. Mm-hmm. Where instead of popping dice, you vote in Democrats. Also featuring Libertarian Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry is another game that we have. That's too funny, man. Tim Hill. I love that. That's great. Okay, so um, last story. enough about Monopoly. Yeah, let's move on to the next story. It's a last story. The last story. Mexican officials praise Trump's border policies. Yeah, so this is kind of a positive story. So... Um, Mexican officials admit Trump's border policies helped them manage oh yeah basically like um that's surprising a lot <laughs> of these a lot of the Mexican um officials people in Mexico they don't really like all the immigrants crossing through Mexico to get to the United States they don't really like that they don't Why? like what's the problem well they don't they don't like immigration themselves it's really funny actually is is like a lot of leftists are like if you don't let all the Mexicans into America you're a racist but like, okay, well, first of all, it's not all—it's not Mexicans that are coming in mostly. I don't think it's like Guatemalans and El, people from El Salvador, people, places like that. Um, but a lot of these people are coming through Mexico. Some of them stay in Mexico. Some of them come through Mexico and go to the United States. But a lot of these people are, you know, from cartels or gangs. They're running drugs. They're 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 violent people. They're they're not the kind of people that they want in their country, even temporarily. So they didn't really like this. And in fact, I think at the border of Mexico between Mexico and Guatemala, I think there was like a, some kind of a fence or border wall. <laughs> so this idea that they were like, oh, we're not allowed to have a border wall between United States and Mexico, but Mexico can have a wall between Mexico and Guatemala. Again, it's more like a fence. But And the funny thing is there's lots of fencing on the U.S. border. So this idea that we were going to make a, a wall that was like more secure than the fence that already existed, I don't know why that turned into such a big political issue. It's just the Democrats being... You know, pissy about everything. Um, 
you know, Trump is just going to make a barrier that was more secure than the one that already existed. I mean, it's just a silly thing to say that that's a bad idea. Of course, it's a good idea. Um, every nation in the world would recognize that. Uh, anybody who says that they don't recognize that, they're they're lying. You know, um, <clears throat> but um, but yeah, but the Mexicans they they actually appreciated Trump's policies because they didn't want people coming through Mexico to come to the United States, and it was difficult for them to keep people out. Uh, uh, you know, with Trump's policies, it made it a lot easier. Now with Biden's policies, you know, you know, taking away a lot of the Trump stuff, um, it's it's hard again. You know, there, there, there's all this immigration. It's a again. huge and mistake. Huge it's a, of mistake. Of course, it's a huge mistake. Of course, it's a huge mistake. So now that Mexicans are saying, "Look, Trump is right. Trump is right," and I love that. I love that. Unexpected, a little bit unexpected. unexpected. Mexican officials admit Trump border policies helped them manage migrant influx. As the Biden administration struggles to house thousands of unaccompanied minors crossing the border, Mexican officials admit that former President Donald Trump's border policies helped them to manage the large influx of migrants uh, making their way through Central America and Mexico into the United States illegally. The Biden administration's appeal to do more against migration has put Mexico in a difficult position. While Mr. Trump strong-armed Mexico into militarizing the border, some Mexican officials argue that this, that his harsh policies may have at times helped lessen their load by deterring migrants from attempting to make the journey north. The New York Times reported on Thursday. The New York Times reported this. The New York Times reported this. That's amazing. It's funny because I actually read through articles from the New York Times. Never found this one. Uh, while the Trump administration enacted policies to stop illegal immigration, Biden rolled back most of the Republicans' uh, directives, exchanging them for what the White House calls an appropriate response to the border crisis, which Press Secretary Jen Psaki labeled um, a vital human challenge. It was, It is a vital human challenge now. <laughs> when Trump was in charge, it was taken care of. It was taken care of. I mean, we, it wasn't perfected. The thing is, even when Trump was there, they, we still had a lot of work to do. You know, we needed to. Of course, to, we when needed you to finish eight, that when border have, wall. When you have eight years of Obama, Obama not doing anything, <laughs> basically just sitting in the office with his legs on the table. Yeah, yeah. And Trump had just four years to. I mean, we hoped it would be eight years of Trump. Well, it should have been eight. It should have been eight. And Trump basically started working from the same day. Yeah. He walked into the Oval Office, not like Biden uh, signing 15 executive orders, yeah, but yeah, still exactly. a lot of work to do. Well, I would like to say that Donald Trump should have gotten eight years, except Biden totally fairly won the 2020 election. Well, if Biden's going to keep doing such a terrible, not Biden, whoever. Biden's handlers, Biden's puppeteers. Uh, well, right. let's say the Biden. <laughs> That people will just turn to more, not to Republican side, but at least something between. Like we don't want this to well, happen. Well, unless unless they rig the election so much that they, we can't win ever again. This is something. This is something we discuss almost every episode. How we think that it's going to become so bad. I hope not. That we'll never be able to win any not. elections again. I, I think it'll probably happen. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Biden's directives included reinstating the. De- Deferred action for childhood arrivals, adding illegal immigrants in U.S. Uh, census totals, ceasing construction on the southern border wall, and even replacing the word alien with non-citizen in U.S. immigration laws. Non-citizen. Oh, these people are unbelievable. I, mean, I, I hate this whole Biden thing. It's Biden. It's Biden. It's not Biden. I, I don't know who it is, but it's not Biden. we got to come up with a better name for it. At the At the beginning of March, Mexican President Andre... 
Manuel Lopez Obrador, told reporters that many of those uh, suddenly eager to undertake the dangerous journey across the southern U.S. border illegally uh, illegally view Biden as the migrant president, and his policies seem to usher in a new era of welcoming illegals. So many feel they're going to reach the United States, the Mexican president said. Biden's White House, however, denied the accusation that officials are promoting open border policies, merely doubling down on their mixed messaging, telling people to go home whilst continuing to preach about the opportunities for all uh, for all inside the U.S. Yeah, your 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 jargon is oh, you, maybe you guys shouldn't come, but your actions are like, come, come. Of course, they're t- in- encouraging people to come to the United States. Of course, they are. Of course, they are. The the fact that they think that they're not, or they say that they think that they're not, is really quite shocking. I mean, it's 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 absurd. Nobody believes that. Nobody believes that they're not encouraging people to come come to the United States. Um. Let's see here. We certainly also recognize that because the president and our administration has made a decision that the way to humanely approach immigration is to allow for, you know, an accom- for unaccompanied minors to come and be treated with humanity and be in a safe place while we're trying to get them into, the, into homes, Press Secretary Jen Psaki said before acknowledging the record-setting number of children coming across the border. We recognize that, but we make a policy decision. Bef- we made a policy decision before we felt... That was the humane approach, but the facts are vast, vast majority of people, sorry, the facts are that the vast majority of people who come to our border are turned away, and the statistics bear that out, she said. I mean, she she's in a pretty tough spot, I gotta, I gotta say. Jen Psaki, she does not do well as press secretary, but she is in a pretty tough spot. She's got to explain policies that have encouraged this kind of illegal immigration, and she's basically got to, you know, put a positive spin on it, which is not possible. I mean, she's in a she's in a very difficult spot, but she is terrible at her job. So I forgot to turn one of my lights on, so I'm a little bit dark, and so are you, actually. I'm always dark. Do you want to do you want to do you want to flip the? Uh... No, we're almost done. We we have to just do question and answers, right? Okay. Yeah. All right, guys, we are done with the news. So if you don't want to hear us rant on about our sad lives and answer questions and and comments from the people. But our show does that. Our show gives voice to the people. That's what we do at the end of every show. We let you guys be heard. So if you guys want to say something or if you want to ask a question. Valeria well, looks so mad. Yes, I know. I know, guys. Are you mad? Are you mad? No, but it's my natural face expression. That's your natural expression. <laughs> Go ahead and take some questions and, well, and, and um, answer them yourself while I change the light. There is a super chat from Kaylee Nialis. She says... I have MS and will not be taking a vaccine. What well, what is MS? Can you? Ah, oh, okay, okay. Uh, why aren't parents stepping forward to their children? Why not claiming their kids? Is it about immigrants? Oh, I think that's a little too bright. No, it's good. Um, why aren't parents stepping forward for their children? Why not claiming their kids? Oh, you mean at the border? Yes, I think so. Uh, well, I think I think that the reason for that is that um, there are basically different rules for if you're an unaccompanied minor or if you're like accompanied with your family. Mm-hmm. If you're accompanied with your family, the rules are a little. It's a little bit more difficult to get in the United States. You have to. You have to um, 
try to get an asylum. Uh, but if you are an unaccompanied minor, they just like let you in. Interesting. So that's why parents aren't claiming their kids. They want them to basically be alone and you know have the address of some kind of um, relative, so that that they're they're basically shoveled sh- sh- shuffled in the United States and they're sent to whatever address they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jen Psaki, in talking about how humane they are with the Biden administration, they're like, we're doing a lot of different things than the Trump administration did. Like, we're checking their pockets to see if they have an address, and they have an address, then we send them there. And it's like, what the hell are you talking about, lady? Like, you know, I'm sure that the Trump administration was like, what is this address you got here, boy? Ha, 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 throw it in the trash. You're going to be locked away forever. I mean, the way, the way Democrats think of how Republicans are and how, like, evil and crazy we are is, I mean, it's it's out of, like, a fantasy novel. They th- they think, they, they read books about evil villains and watch movies and TV shows about, like, uh, vicious evil people, uh, you know, from, like, the slave days, like, slave owners going, you know, work boy, ha, 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 you know? And they go, this is what Republicans are. They have this imaginary version of what Republicans are and Trump, Trump people and stuff like that that is just like they're the most vicious villainous evil people in the world and I don't know how many Democrats really believe that and I don't know how many Democrats are just like going along with this you know bizarre fantasy version of reality in order to get more votes but it is a it is a it's a weird thing that I can't even believe people buy it, but people seem to buy it. I mean, there are, is enough people that believe that kind of stuff that, that makes the world a worse place. Um, anyway, continue. You have a, some kind of a, a super chat or something? Yes, two. Okay. Uh, Cassandra Benefield, um, can I claim African-American with my 1% African? <laughs> She's yes. Valer- yes. Valeria's claiming yes, to do be it. Jewish. Do it. So, so I would say go for it. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Lauren Smart, some of kids are sold as well. Yeah, that's true. No, well, not only that, it's it's human trafficking. It's also drug trafficking, and they use some of the kids as drug mules. Um, they, From what I understand, there is this scheme that they have where what they'll do is they'll send kids over the border. The kids will come back into Mexico, and then they'll go illegally again, and they'll just keep doing that, and they're getting paid by the cartels to do this. Because what ends up happening is a lot of these uh, illegal immigrants crossing the border and having to be processed by the border patrol uh, create uh, such a um, such a distraction from the border patrol that they can't keep an eye on other areas of the border that are that maybe drugs are coming into or criminals or you know terrorists or child molesters or whatever you know these people are trying to get through. I think mainly it's for the drugs, of course, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like they create a distraction. So when they're when they're dealing with all of these kids and various people that are pretending to come across uh you know biden is facilitating criminal enterprises right he's creating a situation in which criminals are flourishing he's essentially making money for the cartels in mexico his policies are and the fact that he doesn't realize that or his handlers or his people don't realize that is quite shocking I'm not sure if they don't realize that or they don't they care. Do. Because they, they do. They're just trying to... Because um, it makes them look good. Destroy America. That's all they do. Maybe They might be trying to destroy America. They just may be trying to look like they are... You know, that there are people who care. We care about the immigrants. We care. So we have to have these policies in place. No, you don't have to. You know, it's ruining everybody's lives. You missed one. I didn't. Scott Townsend. You missed Scott Townsend. 
Oh, sorry. Yes, I did miss it. Uh, Scott Townsend asks, what did you guys do for your first date? Do you remember, Valeria? I remember. I do. What did we do? Went to Santa Monica. Yes, that's right. We were on Santa Monica Pier. I think Santa Monica Pier is kind of famous. It's it's actually a very touristy spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, locals go there too. Everybody goes there. And uh, we went to Santa Monica Pier and we found like a little... Did you catch a bug? <laughs> that's cool. Good job, Aston. Clever little cat. Uh, and we found a little place that was hidden away behind all like the shops and everything that nobody could see us. And we just kind of hung out back there away from everybody. But we walked around too a little bit. But <laughs> it's nice to it's nice when you're in a public space to find like an area where other people can't see you. <laughs> when you're when you're on a date, I feel like. Uh, but yeah, it was a nice little nice time. Nice time. We went to a park afterwards. We found like a nice, a beautiful park just across from Santa Monica Pier. Uh, okay. Any, anything else? Anything else exciting? Uh, Mark, do you have any non walk walk film uh, recommendations for the weekend? You know what's actually funny about that? Um, so one of the things I've been talking about, I talked about it early in the show, is that I have problems sleeping. And one thing I've always felt I should do is read at night instead of watching TV or. Um, or checking social media. Um, but one thing that's kind of a benefit of being a known social media person, uh, you know, known on YouTube, is that I get a lot of messages every day. Like so many messages, in fact, that it, it becomes difficult to respond. And I think sometimes people who I know relatively well who are like, you know, they kind of feel bummed out because I'm not writing them. But it's not because of them specifically. It's because I have so many, I get burnt out from social media. So... Social media is no longer something I have a compulsion to look at. It's, a, in fact, something that's a bit of a chore for me to deal with. And, uh, and, and another thing that I've noticed is that television has gotten far worse uh, than it used to be. Like, um, Yeah, I, I do have recommendations, though, if you really want something to watch. Because I've watched everything that I would like to watch that is non-woke and is good. But I, I think that the only really good non-woke show right now is Mandalorian. Mandalorian is great. After they fired... Uh... Gina Carano. Well, it doesn't really matter because it's still created by John Favreau, who I believe is a, either conservative or libertarian. Um, so go ahead and watch Mandalorian if you can. Uh, it's on Disney+. Plus. If you don't want to buy Disney+, Plus, I recommend just... Uh, downloading views and just stealing the episodes uh, from torrents. Uh, I, I don't usually recommend criminal activity, but uh, uh, I don't like Disney right now. And uh, I used to download, I, I still actually do, I still will download movies and stuff like that, specifically, even though we subscribe to like every service that you can subscribe to, um, because I sometimes need editable versions of video so I can insert the clips into my Mr. Reagan videos and stuff like that. So I'll still download stuff, not not for us to watch, but for me to use on the show. Um, that's just a point of necessity, actually. Um, but let's see. So what I've decided to do instead of watching anything or or um, or 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 checking social media is reading. So I've got um, the James Bond novel Casino Royale. I have an early edition of that. Uh, that I have by my bedstand. That's what I'm going to read next. And uh, but the light's too bright next to our bed, so I bought this little tiny light that I can just I can just read with. So that's my new plan. I'm going to be reading books. Um, I would suggest if you want anything unwoke to watch old things or to read old books. But um, 
one of my favorite shows of all time is a show called Quantum Leap. That was a show from the 80s. Highly recommend catching up on old episodes of Quantum Leap. Very A lot of nostalgia there, uh, but also it'll just take you... It's just really, really good show. Another great show, I think probably the best show ever in history of television, is a show called The Twilight Zone. I recommend watching... You, you can find lists online of like the best episodes and watch those. I don't always agree with those lists, but um, The uh, Twilight Zone, amazing, amazing show. Um, MacGyver, also a classic from the 80s. Um, but if you want a modern show, yeah, uh, Mandalorian is great. There was a show that I used to watch that is really one of my favorite of all time shows, um, with a with a with a with a um, prominent conservative actor who plays the character of Casey on the show, and that show is called um, Chuck. A show called Chuck. It's great. And then there's another show from HBO, in fact, which I would highly recommend, called Silicon Valley. If you haven't watched the show Silicon Valley, I highly recommend that show. That's a fairly modern show. Um, but yeah, the only show that I can think... Oh, another good show from Netflix is... Um, that's a that's a modern show. Is um, What's the show with the little kids? Stranger Things. Stranger Things is actually not really a woke show. It's not... It, it doesn't have any, like, woke messaging. I think that the guys that have written it, I, I have no idea what their politics are, but they don't seem to inject politics. It just seems to be, like, an old-fashioned, like, 80s-style show. It's set in the 80s. It's filmed like a Spielberg film. So it's definitely... Do you have any recommendations, darling? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> the Harry Potter movies. If you want to watch old the old Harry Potter movies, revisit those. Or revisit the old Lord of the Rings films. Those are great films. Um, but anyway, that, that's my recommendation. Um, is to is is old 80s TV shows or the, the modern shows that I mentioned. Um, but I really, I'm going to start reading books again. I haven't read books in a while. I actually mentioned on the show the other day that I'm not a fat, excuse me, I'm a, I'm a remarkably slow reader considering that I've actually written something like 12 feature film scripts and several several tv shows pilots and <laughs> i've written i've written so much in my life but i can't for some reason i can't read fast i don't know i don't know what that is um all right all right um somebody wrote outer limits i never got into outer limits i never got into outer limits but oh oh i will tell you what if you like twilight zone but you want something like twilight zone but not twilight zone watch a show called uh, alfred hitchcock presents Alfred Hitchcock Presents is one of the best shows of all time. I would say it's equal to uh, Twilight Zone. It just doesn't quite get the same. Um, people don't remember it quite as fondly, but it is ama an amazing show. Um, I th there's one episode called Lamb, Lamb to the Slaughter. I think it's called Lamb to the Slaughter. Watch Lamb to the Slaughter, Alfred Hitchcock Presents. And of the Twilight Zone, my favorite ever Twilight Zone, one is called something about... Okay, one is called... What's it called? All the time in the world, or time enough at last, or something like that. Gosh, I can't remember. You guys probably remember. And then the other one, the other one is called One for the Angels, I think, or something like that. Pitch for the Angels, One for the Angels. Anyway, those two episodes of Twilight Zone are amazing. Shall um, we be done on this positive this episode? No. Nope. Reformed White Knight, right? No, please not Harry Potter, Valeria. That's meant to lead people away from God. I, I don't actually think it is. There are other children's books that are definitely meant to lead children away from God. Uh, absolutely horrific stuff. I, I've seen some... Well, what was it called? I, I don't remember. 
something with these polar bears and it's all about like witchcraft and how Christianity is evil and I mean it, it is there's some messed up stuff out there but I don't think Harry Potter is actually intended to be anti-Christian uh, uh, per se um, but maybe it is and I just didn't notice but when I watched them I didn't think it was that bad um, yeah Valeria is Christian and she grew up on Harry Potter to serve man, Twilight Zone. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I'm just reading some of these. Narnia books. Oh, yeah, read the Narnia books. Even as an adult. I, I, I haven't read them since I was a kid, but I imagine as an adult they would also be excellent. I, I, I haven't looked at those in years, but I have, the, I have the set, you know. As a kid, those are my favorite books. I grew up in this mentality that, like, I actually wanted to be a writer, I think, actually in part because of those books. Yeah, that's right. The, the Dark Materials by Pullman, Reformed White Knight. He knows. Yeah, yeah. So that, so that, th those, those books, the Dark Materials books, those are like pure flipping evil. Those are like anti-Christian, the devil's good, witchcraft is good. I mean, it, 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 it takes the whole concept of like Harry Potter and like, oh, witches are funny and fun and like takes it to a whole nother level where they're like, this guy seems to think that like magic is real and witchcraft is real and the devil's real and this is crap that we should train kids to like and that we should train them to hate Christianity. I mean, it is, it's disturbing. The the Pullman stuff is really disturbing. You guys should look into that stuff. It is, it's pretty unbelievable that somebody would write children's books that were specifically designed to indoctrinate kids into this hatred of Christianity and this appreciation of like Satanism, it's well. My grandma bought me Harry Potter books when I was little, so no, no, no. I'm not saying that. And she's religious. No, I'm not. I'm not saying Harry Potter. I'm saying these other books are like that. I'm saying that this, this is this distinguishes mm -hmm. them from the Harry Potter thing, which I think is more benign. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think she was trying to make witchcraft into something that people actually practiced. Um, although I do think some people. Did it, some like younger people grew up and they did get involved in what they thought was a more real world variant of like Wicca, you know, witchcraft, uh, because of Harry Potter. I actually know somebody like that who liked Harry Potter so much she's now a, a Wiccan. Isn't that weird? It's a weird thing. Well, I like Harry Potter, but I'm not like, <laughs> like <this. laughs> she's still a Christian, <laughs> but she liked those, those stories. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think that those, those Harry Potter books were intend intentionally trying to drive kids away from Christianity. But um, but yeah, the Pullman uh, stuff, that, that that actually is trying to do that, which I think is so disturbing. Um, Lauren Smart writes, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz is a great series of books. I always wanted to read those. I never I never got around to it. I know they're for children, but even as an adult, I've, I've always thought, oh, I should I should get into those. They seem like pretty smart. Um, let's see. Wheel of Time series. I don't. Uh, I don't actually know what that is. I vaguely recall hearing about that. Um, let's see here. Oh, uh, people are writing about Narnia stuff. Yeah, Narnia. Narnia is far uh, a better, I think, than the Harry Potter series. I think the Narnia books are some of the best children's books ever written in history. Just, just amazing, amazing series. Um, the Boy in the Red Balloon. The Boy in the Red Balloon. Wasn't wasn't that from like 
Wasn't that like an Italian film I from like the know. 40s or something like that? That's a that's you're getting old school there. Market Alberta Pride in Reading, but you don't have to take my word for it. Oh man, Market Alberta Reading Rainbow. Good uh yeah, good call. Good call. All right guys, that's it for us. Uh we've we've made some recommendations of uh of I think good TV shows and stuff to watch and uh and I think we've had a good night. It's Friday. Friday. So you guys enjoy your Friday night and enjoy your weekend. Spend some time with your family. Um, if if you hate your father, call him. Tell him you love him. I don't know why I said that. I I, I did this. I did this video. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before or something like that? We did. We talked about this. Um, how Milo Yiannopoulos is going straight. And I watched all these videos of these uh, men who had become gay and then gone through some kind of conversion therapy type thing and gotten better you know, advocating this idea that conversion therapy actually could work. And, uh, man, these stories were heart-wrenching of these guys. I mean, they're, they were utterly traumatized as young boys, you know, uh, you know, molestation, all kinds of nasty stuff. Um, but one thing that seemed to be a similar thread with all of them is that they hated their fathers. They really hated their father. They had these all hard-ass fathers. And I realized that being a bad father is like the best possible way to raise a dysfunctional child. If you are a if you're an abusive father, your child will turn out messed up. It's like guaranteed. So, yeah. I I I don't, you know, I think most people know that at this point, but I think a lot of people that were that are now in like their 60s, I don't think their fathers really understood that. Um at least the guys that got really messed up. So, fortunately for me, I had a great dad. I had great grand grandfathers. I had really good examples to grow up with, so I was very lucky, but listening to these guys stories, man, it was tough to listen to that stuff and I just felt like, man, it's, I'm glad the world's a little bit less um, a-hole-ish, you know, than it used to be. Uh, yeah, don't don't be such a, a hard-ass if you're a dad. And uh, and if your dad was a hard-ass, just forgive him and move on with your life. And You know, tell him you love him anyway. All right. that That's my advice for today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You have a good night. And, uh, and we will see you on Monday.